to ScaryCast, episode 47, the episode where it all falls apart, where <laughs> just, uh, no Brandon tonight, um, he couldn't make the trip, as we mentioned, Brandon has moved quite the distance, about a two and a half hour drive away, so uh, last week he was able to make the trip, this week not so much. And uh, I don't blame him. I don't think I'd drive two and a half hours just to sit down for a podcast for an hour. Don't blame him one bit. Uh, I called up a, a friend of mine, David. He was on the Ancient Aliens episode back when we were just starting out. I think it was like episode six or seven. Four, 40 episodes ago almost. But um, I don't know where he's at. He said he'd be here. I set up the mic. You could see it on the live stream. But uh, there's no David. So we'll see if he pops in eventually. Um, let's, uh, let's get the... Uh, let's get all the business taken care of. Uh, Dan. Dan from Down Under. We don't have a Dan from Down Under story because Dan from Down Under is under the weather. But uh, he's in the chat. Dan, let me know if you can hear me okay in there. Um, woohoo! This should be fun. <laughs> oh boy! Anyways, uh, let's get all the business handled. Super Nintendo Classic. Yes, we have a Super Nintendo Classic. Yes, we are giving it away on the fiftieth episode. All you have to do to enter to win is go on iTunes, leave us a review, and uh, you know, like we said, it doesn't even have to be a good review. Just leave us a review. And I see a lot of reviews on there, and you can tell that they're just leaving reviews solely because they want to win that thing. And there's people that are just like, great podcast, love to listen. It's like, you didn't even listen to this podcast. You just saw a post on Instagram. But uh, it's fine. You know, we just want some reviews, good or bad. We love bad ones. You know, we can't grow and learn from all the good. We can only learn from the bad. So uh, go on iTunes, leave a review, and uh, you're entered to win. You could win that Super Nintendo Classic. On the 50th episode, we're going to announce the winner and uh, shoot off some confetti, and it should be very fun. Uh, we're live streaming on the video right now. You can watch us record these episodes by becoming a supporter on patreon.com slash scaredycast. You can support the podcast. We have all kinds of neato, neato stuff. Uh, stickers. You get a sticker if you become a supporter. You get access to exclusive audio, early episodes, early interviews, all kinds of stuff. Um, and that's all for that part of the show. I don't know what to do here. I uh, I have some stuff to talk about, but... If I don't have anybody to talk about it with, you know, what am I? I don't know what the even. I don't know. I don't know. I, uh, I was gonna. I wanted to talk about Charles Charles Manson as the creepy guy of the week, but uh, we're gonna do a deep dive into Charles Manson. This is weird. I think this is like the second time I wanted to do some kind of deep dive into Charles Manson, but something happened and I had nobody to talk to about it. Maybe it's Charles Manson. Maybe, maybe we're gonna. Uh, you know, we might just start calling people on my phone. 
We might just call people up. Maybe we'll call Brandon, see what he's doing. <laughs> we'll just call random businesses like pizza places and ask them about their thoughts on Charles Manson. Who knows? Maybe that'll be the way to go, huh? Let's uh, let's get Brandon a phone call. Let's see where he's at. Oh, we know where he's at. Let's see if he even answers. Should we? Or should we just call randos? I think it'd be more fun if we call random people. Should we call it like a pizza place? We, I think we should. Let's call it's called Domino's Pizza. This store will be closed on Thanksgiving Day. Well, that, no shit. Thanks for choosing Domino's. Ask about our new Anyway Rewards and how you can earn points <laughs> toward free pizza on any order of $10 or more. I don't want to. I want to talk to a person, robot. And to place your order now. Help us raise another kind of... Hang on for just a minute. We'll be on the line soon. God, Lee, that's awful. Thank you for calling Domino's. My name is Courtney. How can I help you? Courtney, um... What's with that robot thing whenever I call you guys? They just start rattling off information. I just wanted to call, and uh, I have a question for you. Okay. Uh, I'm recording a podcast right now. You know what a podcast is? Yes. Okay. We're recording right now, and uh, my co-host, he uh, bailed on me tonight. I have nobody to talk to right now. Uh, I wanted to talk about Charles Manson. Do you have a, do you have a minute to uh, answer a question about Charles Manson? delivery that's about to come up so i i don't i'm sorry that's okay i i understand okay uh, i hope you find somebody <laughs> thank you me too i right, have a good night bye thanks a lot courtney can i can I answer a question i am my, my question is you know there's a lot of news outlets that reported on charles manson's death and they were saying like killer charles manson dead or mass murderer charles manson dead and it's like well he didn't kill anybody, and I mean, he led the group that did the killing, but he himself did not kill anybody, so technically labeling him as a killer is maybe off? I don't know. It's it's a weird thing, and I wanted to get other people's opinions on it. Uh, David, my guy here who's supposed to co-host with me, he just texted me. He said he can't make it, <laughs> so it really is just me tonight, me calling Domino's. And, <laughs> and other places. Oh boy, <laughs> what am I doing? Oh geez, let's. Uh, who else do I got in here? Oh man. Yeah. So if you're listening, you know, reach out on social. Let us know. Like, do you think Charles Manson's a killer, or you know, do you fall under that technicality that he didn't necessarily kill anybody, so he's not a killer. He's you know what else could you call him like a other like he's a cult leader but uh you know he didn't kill anybody but he's responsible for it so i don't know maybe he is a killer maybe he that qualifies as a killer i'm not a professional i'm just a podcasting guy <sighs> man <laughs> My child is in here trying to poke his head around. Uh, let's see here. Who can we call? 
Let's, uh, I'm just going through my phone right now. We're going to find someone that we can call up, see if they can answer some questions for us. But, uh, I don't know anybody. This is terrible. Damn you, Brandon. Uh, let's, uh, let's, uh, here we go. Um, no, let's just call Brandon. Let's see what he's doing. Jeez. This is Brandon with R.A.H. Miller Dodge. I'm sorry, I'm not on the phone right now. If you'd like to leave a name, number, and a brief message, I'll get back to you as soon as I can. Thank you. Have a great day. At the tone, please record your message. When you've finished recording, you may hang up or press 1 for more options. Brandon, welcome to ScaredyCast. Uh, I'm calling anybody just for somebody to talk to right now. Uh, you're not answering your phone. The lady at pizza or uh, at Domino's, she couldn't even talk to me. I just got nobody to talk to right now. I just want to talk about Charles Manson and other messed up stuff. I want to talk about that meteor that came here from another solar system. I can't talk to myself. What am I doing? Anyways, pick up the phone. All right. Bye, Brandon. Man. So yeah, Charles Manson is dead. Uh, no surprise. He's super old. And he's been in jail for 40-something years. So I can't imagine anybody going much longer. Um, yeah. The uh, good riddance, Charles Manson. You're not a cool dude. So there was a meteor, apparently, that came here from another solar system, they said. I thought that was interesting. There really isn't much. I read the whole article. Details-wise, it wasn't a whole lot to really go on beyond that. It was just, hey, this thing's been floating around space for millions of years, and it just came by our solar system, and, and it's going to fly right through our solar system. Yay. Uh, that's cool. Who else can we call? Dan, give me someone to call. Dan, Dan from Down Under. We all know Dan from Down Under. He's in our live chat. That's another perk of being a patron supporter is you get access to the live chat and the live video. Uh, Calvin, come here. Come here. Come be on a podcast. Go over there and sit down. Get over there and sit down. All right, get out of here. Jeez, can't even get my own my own son in here to talk to me. Go away. Now I want to talk to you. I'm busy right now. Who else can we call? I'm gonna call. Uh, I'm going to call Brad Fay, a good friend, a good man. Let's call and see what he's doing. Your call has been forwarded. Good Lord, what? It, like, does nobody just have their phones on right now? Just nobody. 
I always have my phone on and I always answer unless I'm asleep. You know? It's whatever. Whatever, you guys. Welcome to Scaredy Cast. I'm uh, talking to myself right now because I don't have any co hosts. I have nobody. I have me. Uh, let's see here. Just keep on scrolling through. Let's uh, let's see what this guy's doing. Another phone call here. I'm just going to make phone calls this whole episode till we find somebody interesting to talk to. So hold on to your hats, folks. This could be the worst Thanksgiving special of all time. No. Nope, that guy doesn't want to talk either. <laughs> man. Why am I hated so much? Why does anybody want to talk to me? I just don't know who else to talk to. I keep scrolling, scrolling through these names. These are all like business contacts and places that I don't really ever call. I don't know why you have them all on my phone here. I should delete all these. Uh, hmm. Let's see here. What, uh, you know, let's talk to the listeners here. What, uh, what movies you guys have been watching? Did you guys see Justice League? I saw Justice League. I liked it. I know a lot, a lot of people did, but I liked it. I liked it a lot more than Batman vs. Superman. I like that Superman was kind of Superman this time around, not Mopey Man. He was, you know, being the Boy Scout, cracking little jokes, had him had his smile going. He found his smile. I thought that was good. Uh, I'm gonna call this person here. <laughs> Oh, man. What a mess. I'm going to call Domino's again. Tony. Oh, my God. Somebody answered the phone. Kelsey. What's up? You're on Scaredy Cast. Oh, hi. <laughs> <laughs> How are you guys? Uh, well, I'm okay, I guess. My co-host, he couldn't make it. And then I had a replacement dude. He was going to come with me and sit in and talk. But then he no-showed on me. So, oh no! <laughs> uh, then I reached out to I, just, I called Domino's Pizza to see if they would talk to me, and they wouldn't. <laughs> they had pizzas to deliver, so then I started started scrolling through my phone. Brad and Arvin, and nobody answered. I got to my I got to the K's, and here you are. <laughs> well, I guess it was meant to be. What's Wel- up, my dude? Welcome to Scaredy Cast. <laughs> Thank you. I've been waiting. I've been waiting for my debut. Here you are. <laughs> uh, so what, do you, what are you up to? Introduce yourself to the world. Who are you? What do you do? How long do you have yeah. to talk? You might just how be. How long what? How long you have? How long do I have? Um, well, I mean, I was just going to eat some Chipotle today. So <laughs> ah. I just got back. Um, actually, so my name is Kelsey. Me and Tony used to work together. Um, and right now I'm doing some freelance journalism, um, trivia hosting. That's what I just got done doing. And then um, I actually just accepted a position with the Arizona Humane Society today. So, woo, big day. Woo. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So I got a few topics I was going to talk about. You in? I'm in. Let's do it. All right, you're on. Special guest Kelsey. <laughs> We're on the way. Impromptu. We're on our way. So, <laughs> um, I guess since you know we don't know much about what you believe in, what do you think about things like ghosts and UFOs and aliens and Bigfoot and all that? I believe in probably almost every superstition or um like conspiracy theory that you can really think of <laughs> i'm okay. really paranoid and uh <laughs> i'm not like super paranoid like i'm always like walking like looking behind me and stuff like that but i definitely believe there's no way that we're in such a huge galaxy there's no way that we're the only life forms out there and you know there are things that we're finding light years and light years away of like, you know, planets or galaxies that have the potential to hold water and things like that. And there's just been too many stories of people seeing UFOs or seeing like different kind of life forms. I mean, look at the lights that we just saw in Phoenix the other day. Like that was crazy. Do you think that there's life in our solar system or do you think we're the only thing in our solar system? Um, that's a good question. I'm not sure. I'm not like super read up on that, but maybe, I mean, the possibilities out there, there are things that can camouflage themselves and stuff, you know? Yeah. But definitely I think outside of the solar system for sure that we probably haven't even discovered. Maybe they've discovered us, but, um, quite possibly we're probably already being watched by something in our own solar system. And they're like, what the hell are you guys doing down there? <laughs> <laughs> probably. What about uh, personally? Like, have you ever experienced anything? Um, so growing up in my grandma's house, we actually had a room that we called the haunted room. Um, there's like a whole bunch of different things that like kind of happened to it. So like one thing in particular, my little sister made the bed and like it was made up like, you know, the sheets were on, the um, comforter was on and everything. She went to the bathroom really quick and then she came back and she started yelling and I like run in there and I'm like, what's going on? And all of her sheets were in like a perfect ball, like in there. And I was like, are you sure you made the bed? Like, are you sure you're not misremembering? She's like, no, I made the bed and like none of the dogs were around or anything like that. Um, so obviously that was really freaky. And when me and my cousin used to get ready, sometimes in the morning, we like out of the corner of our eyes sometimes would like, it would kind of look like there was something like running in the hallway mm. and it freaked us out. And like, we thought it like we look and it looked like, like it was small, kind of like a dog. And we had a few dogs, but it wasn't any of the dogs and it was quiet. And like, she saw it a few times like by herself, but obviously it was always in like the corner of her eye. Um, so that was like something and then there's a few times where, like, I guess people explain it off as, like, sleep paralysis now. Yeah. But there was a few times in that same room where I would, like, wake up and – or I would think I was awake, I guess. And, like, I would have this – almost it felt like there was, like, a digging underneath, like, my ribcage. And I couldn't move and I couldn't talk. And, like, it was – like the scariest thing I've ever experienced. It was horrible. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't sound very fun. No, it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, so I definitely believe in stuff like that. And, you know, I think sometimes some people have like some unfinished business and I'm a believer in like energy and, 
like maybe our bodies kind of like, you know, like our spirit or whatever you want to call our energy kind of transfers to other other things. Mm. And maybe some people's don't completely go all the way, you know? So I definitely believe in that kind of stuff. What about uh, Bigfoot? Bigfoot? You think Bigfoot's there now after all this time? I don't, I don't know. I mean, okay. I'm like a conspiracy theorist to a point to where I'm also like, really skeptical too of like people who have conspiracy theories and like it's just so easy especially nowadays with um you know with technology and everything like that mm. it's so easy to fabricate something yeah. but on the flip side of it you know back in the day technology was so shitty that like it was probably easy to fabricate it back then too because you'd be like oh this is a story photo but really that was just like the best technology that they had in the time but I mean, I don't see why not. Like, why there is there isn't a possibility that maybe there is like someone who maybe was abandoned. Like, what is that? I don't know what that disease is. Like, where you get really hairy. Um, but maybe like someone abandoned their child. Oh, like the like wolf boy. Wolfism or something. I don't know. Werewolves. Yeah, like something like werewolfism or something. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I know what you're talking <laughs> about. Like, I've seen like. The boy that they call like Wolf Boy, he was on like Mari Provich or Geraldo or something like he was on one of those kind of shows. But yeah, like you just have hair all over you. Yeah, so I mean, maybe it's someone like that, and they're outcasts from like a little small town or something, or I don't know something like that. Or maybe there's a creature that is somewhere in between a human and a mongoloid or something like that, and it's out there. I mean, there's so many things that we're finding still in the sea and there's so many creatures that we're discovering every day, even on this planet. So there's definitely a possibility. I also think people want their 15 minutes of fame too. Sometimes. Yeah. That's why I never go near the ocean. (laughs) Yeah, Don't do it. Yeah. You don't know what's down there. No. Yeah. They just found like some kind of eel shark thing with like a hundred layers of teeth and it looks scary. Yeah. I always think too, like people who have, pictures like you know like well where's pictures of bigfoot and there are people that show pictures of bigfoot like oh my god i saw this picture but it seems like anytime somebody has something like that they get like called out and said that oh no that's photoshopped but what if it's not like what if some dude's like no this really is a picture but people are just yelling at him saying it's photoshopped like how like that'd be terrible like if i went to flagstaff or somewhere north and i actually saw bigfoot and i took a picture of him and then I posted it online. I'm like, oh, my God, I saw I found Bigfoot. And everybody's just saying, that's eh, a dude in a suit. I'm like, well, no, it's not. It's really him. <laughs> like, there's nothing you could really do. That's true. And, like, there's nothing more frustrating than when you know you're telling the truth and, like, no one believes you and you're yeah. just so mad. That's true. But then, well, that's a good point, though, because then maybe – that's how you have these people who like literally dedicate their lives to either trying to find it or like prove it and like have someone else like find it, you know? Um, cause I mean, maybe they just can't get past the fact that they know they're telling the truth, right. but no one believes them. So, I mean, that's a great point. So usually what we do on the show, how many episodes have you listened to? Zero. I follow you on social media. <laughs> I haven't actually listened to a podcast. I'm so sorry to say. It's okay. I probably, I'm not even going to lie. Like I hate like listening to myself and watching myself. So I might not listen to this one either, oh, but I'm, the next one I will. I'm the same way. Like we could probably have an episode out there that where we just had a technical difficulty and it's just static the entire time. And I wouldn't know cause I'm not going to listen to it. I don't edit these either. <laughs> I just poop them right out. Um, 
But usually what we do is we kind of cover just the news and what's happening. And I guess like the, you know, we have like a creepy guy of the week. And I guess, you know, this week, obviously, I picked Charles Manson since he just died as our creep of the week. Usually it's a Florida man. But (laughs) we're going to Charles Manson this time. So... I brought this up to somebody. They didn't really have a good answer. I'm going to bring it up to you. Charles Manson died. And a lot of news websites and outlets were, their headline would say, mass murderer Charles Manson dead. Or they would say, killer Charles Manson dead. And my first thought was, well, he didn't kill anybody. Like, he led the crazy group of people who did the killing, but he personally himself, he didn't murder or kill anybody. Mm -hmm. So... I guess what I want to know is what do you think about him being labeled as a killer, even though he technically didn't kill anybody? Hmm. I guess that kind of brings up the debate of like, okay, well, you know, obviously on the one hand you have these people and they did commit those acts by themselves and obviously of their own free will. They weren't like, you know, forced to do it by gun or anything like that. But Mm. on the other hand, like would they have done this, if it wasn't for the influence of him. And then you can really say like, okay, well, I mean, this is a very, very extreme and I'm going to get like real extreme right now. But like with Do Hitler, it. this is scary. Did cast. he ever, I don't think he ever personally killed anyone, but he led millions of Germans, you know, like all of his soldiers and stuff like that. And even like a few other countries that join him yeah. to, you know, this mass genocide. So, I mean, you he's labeled you know obviously probably as one of like the worst mass like not mass murders but like you know responsible for one of the most horrific acts in history you know but like technically you could say well he didn't murder anyone but he's the one that led them to do it so i mean it's just so hard because like on both sides like at, at the end of the day both of those things like you can kind of attribute it to as like almost like a cult following you know yeah that's what i, I was saying you know he could be labeled obviously as a cult leader, but I don't yeah. know where he would fall in as being labeled as like a killer. Like anytime you see like things about serial killers, he's always included in that mix. But you know, it's like I said, like he's never killed anybody. So it's interesting that he's always labeled as a killer, but without even having to kill anybody. You know, what I think though too, is that, you know, some, so many people are afraid of like really what they don't understand what they can't like label. Mm-hmm. It's hard to like sit there and say like, oh, well, he was just a cult leader. And like we have so many different variations of cults, you know, like you can say like there's a cult following for like a sports team or there's a cult following for X, Y, Z, you know. And like so to sit there and say like, oh, well, he was a cult leader that just so happened to have, you know, all of his followers lead to this like mass murder. Like that is so much like people can't I don't think they can really like wrap their heads around that as much as just saying like. Oh, well, I know what a serial killer is. Like, he's a serial killer. He's a psychopath. Like, you know what I mean? He's the one. Like, you know what I mean? So maybe it's like in that way, it's just kind of easier for people to just kind of put that label on it right. and just be done with it. So they don't really have to think about the intricacies of how he was even able to manipulate these people's minds into doing such heinous acts. Yeah. And I guess you could, like, in a way, too, you know, they're people, but they're people that were under his influence so much that, you know, 
in a way they would be defined as his murder weapons. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you know, if we can label him a murderer and say, you know, instead of using a knife, he just used a person. So, yeah, I mean, and that's scary to think about that you can, because we all like to think that we're free thinking, you know, no one can really influence what we want. But like when you start thinking like this man had so much power over these people that he led them, like, you know what I mean? So, like he literally manipulated their mind. Like, oh, that's so creepy. Mm. Gives me chills. Why do you think he was never let out? I forget how many times he was eligible for parole, but he was never like granted it. But, you know, for somebody who actually didn't do the killing himself, you know, they still thought that he was so dangerous they couldn't let him out. Well, I think it goes back to your point of like him being able to use like other people's minds like as a weapon, you know, like they probably didn't ever want to take the chance of like this man obviously has, you know, some kind of power over people and he was able to grow his following and stuff. And probably after this stuff was even like happening, I don't really know too much about him, so I can't. You can probably like correct me on this, but like, you know how when like the Zodiac Killer came out and things like that, like you have copycats and you have people who almost like idolize these Mm -hmm. killers, you know, maybe they were afraid like, you know, he's gotten such notoriety, obviously in like a horrible way, but he has such notoriety. Who knows what would happen if we let him out? You know, he could have instead of just a handful of followers, he could have hundreds of followers or thousands of followers. That's who true. knows what might happen? You know, I believe he married somebody like just some lady who was obsessed with him. There was like, that's crazy. Dead, <laughs> so, yeah, like he could have had like a sleeper cell army ready to go if he ever got out. That's true. Um, yeah, I mean, if, if he was Skyping from jail, maybe <laughs> he might have had some underground network going. Yeah, like. That's the thing I was thinking, too, was, you know, back then, whenever you had this kind of control over these this group of people, you know, would that same thing happen today with the way people think how everybody, you know, back then, I don't know, like there wasn't a lot to do and it was all hippies. And, you know, today, like everybody's just constantly busy and on their phones and, you know, waking up and going through the day and just not having any free time, really. Do you think? You know, he would still be able to break anybody's mind, you know, like a regular person who's, you know, just heads in their phone and they're not paying attention to the other outside of the world. Um, I don't think it's really those people in the beginning that kind of fall prey to someone like Charles Manson or, you know, like extremist groups and things like that. Um, and like, you know, have to have all these like beliefs that we would say are against like social norms. Mm-hmm. Um I think it's the people who already kind of feel like they're outsiders and feel like they don't belong. Um, And it's those people who just kind of need that sense of like, well, this isn't really making sense. Like the regular world isn't really making sense to me. Like, I don't know what to do, where to go. And then, you know, these kind of happen upon like these ideologies that maybe start out like really small and just kind of grow and grow and grow to the point to where like you were already so, in deep with like you know either like a feeling of emotion for this person or like a feeling of belonging or like for this group like you know what i mean yeah. that you are just so your rational or your rationality if you really even had any to begin with is just kind of out the window and you're like i'm gonna do whatever i can because this is like these are my people and like or like these are what i really truly believe in and there's like not really any kind of facts or sensibilities that 
are going to pertain to you anymore. You know, I really think it's these people who just kind of see that this is their way to belong and they just need it so bad that they're going to do whatever it takes. And right. It's a scary thought. So that was a creepy guy for uh, this week. Uh, a couple weeks ago, obviously, our creepy guy was Harvey Weinstein. Oh, God. And, um, a different kind of creep. Yeah. And I want to get your thoughts on it because we've, you know, we haven't ever had a female on the show. Uh, it's always been just me and Brandon and we're two boneheads. <laughs> and uh, I want to know, like, your thoughts on this, like, how come all of a sudden, like, it's just been, you know, I th- I'm pretty, I mean, obviously the, it was Bill Cosby at first, but, you know, that was years ago almost, it feels like. And, you know, then it was Harvey Weinstein and now it's almost every single day it's somebody different. Why do you think all of a sudden now all of these people are coming forward with these stories and, you know, naming names? Um. Oh, my gosh, that, that is such a deep yeah, we're going deep. Question. There's so many <laughs> things. Like, I think there's so, like, there's literally so many factors. But I'm going to say the biggest thing is just the rape culture that society has kind of created. Um, you know, a lot of victim blaming, a lot of, well, you're saying this, but he's saying this. Like, why should we believe you? Like, you either want money or fame or you're trying to get back at someone or whatever. Like, whatever kind of excuses that they might make. Mm-hmm. So, you know, a lot of times victims, male and female, um, might feel, you know, really guilty about like, well, I'm not going to come forward because people aren't going to believe me. You know, maybe this person has power over me either in stature or, or title or money or whatever it might be. So I think there's that kind of culture of, um, no one's going to believe me. And it's already such a, a shame ridden thing. You know, a lot of people think of it and they th- might have like shame or like guilt about it, even though they are the victim. And, you know, that's just been something that's kind of been ingrained in people of like, Oh, well you shouldn't have been wearing that or you shouldn't have been there at that time or you shouldn't have drank that or, you know, you should have X, Y, Z or whatever. So, you know, there's always been that, Oh, well the victim did something mm-hmm. to, to deserve this, you know? Um, and obviously there's been cases, there's so been so many cases of, well, you know, this person came forward. Oh, but, you know, if you look into this, like, look, like the person she's accusing or he's accusing has money. Like, obviously, they just want it for money. And then, you know, another person will come forward. Oh, but that person worked with that person before. Like, why are they just coming out now? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I think now what is so powerful about it is that there are men and women who have come forward who already have that, you know what, like I'm, I'm established. Like I don't need this for my career. I'm literally doing this because I know it's right. And I want to help other people come out of the shadows. And if they want to tell their story, I want to be that person that is like leading the way so that they can feel empowered and that they can really take control of this situation that, you know, took all of their power from them. Um, so, you know, people like Rose McGowan and, you know, all these really strong females and, you know, everyone that's come out against, you know, Harvey Weinstein and Kevin Spacey and all these huge names, you know, um, I think having someone being brave enough to come forward and tell their stories and, you know, tell others like, you know what, it's okay. It's not your fault. We're going to get through this together and we're going to start naming these people because 
they have taken our power for too long and we want it back. So I think it's really important for, you know, people to come out like this. Uh, um, because I mean, we all know, like we've all heard stories, like we're not in Hollywood, but you know how it is. You hear about the casting couch and you hear about producers saying like, okay, well, if you want this role, then you got to do this or like, mm. you know what I mean? So like, we all know about it, but no one really ever wanted to talk about it. <laughs> right. And I think too, especially because, um, you know, all the things that he was blamed of, you know, a lot of times the connotation is like, well, the, that happens to females. And people tend to think like a females as using their sexuality just because that's the way society thinks of women anyways, is that they're sexual beings and that's all that they're really good for a lot of times. Um, so I think in like this culture right now where we kind of have males obviously at the very top of the hierarchy and females seen as, um, supposed to supposedly supposed, supposed to be like, you know, um, submissive or, you know, not as powerful, um, not as like, you know, not all these different things. Um, so it's like now that the women are taking power, I think it really scares a lot of the industries that are heavily male and have been heavily dominated by those typical, you know, the boys club. And if you want to be in it, you're going to do whatever it needs to take, even if that means, um, you know, doing some stuff that you are scared to do or uncomfortable to do or that you're coerced to do. Um, so, yeah, I think it's super empowering and it's really brave and I'm so proud of everyone who has shared their stories and I hope that we continue to take down these monsters who have really ruled the roost for way too long with the way that it kind of goes in Hollywood you know with you know people being accused of this kind of stuff before like Roman Polanski or Woody Allen but you know they're still nominated for Academy Awards and it kind of seems like what they did was overlooked but you know, I forget who it was. I think it was maybe, I don't know the name, so I don't want to really say the name and be totally wrong, <laughs> but I, it was like somebody like Jennifer Lawrence or it might've actually been Jennifer Lawrence, but you know, they came out and they like, Oh no, it was, sorry. It was uh, Kate Winslet. She like came out and like was totally against, you know, like Harvey Weinstein. She's, you know, doesn't, you know, agree with anything he did came out, spoke out against him. But at the same time, she's filming a movie with Woody Allen. Do you think that, you know, these guys like Harvey Weinstein and Kevin Spacey and, you know, like Louis C.K., do they find their way back in at any point? Or do you, like, do you think they're done? Like, can you ever sit down again and watch a Kevin Spacey movie without being like, oh, weird? I mean, I think it's one of those questions of, like, okay, well, it's kind of like put your money where your mouth is. You know what I mean? Like, when Chick-fil-A came out with all the stuff, like, against all these groups, like, people are like, oh, like, I don't want to do, like, I don't believe in that, blah, blah, But then you see them eating Chick-fil-A, and you're like, okay. So mm-hmm. I think it's with, this is one of those situations where in order for people to really, in order for it to, like, really make a difference and for something to actually change is that these actors and actresses and producing companies and directors, like, if someone, you know, is either like has been found to be guilty of these things and you say that you're against it, you have to do what so many of these actors and actresses and, 
you know, all these different um, people have done and just be like, you know what, like, I'm not putting my name on that. That's not something I believe in. I'm going to stand on this side of the line. and I'm not crossing it. Um, I think that's the only way, you know, it's just kind of like just clearing everything out and just kind of starting fresh. Um, you can't excuse one person for the same behavior that you're, um, you know, that you're like riding against from this other person, you know, you can't sit there and like play both sides of the field with it. So I think it's a little, it's kind of like for this situation, I think it's really black and white. Like you have to either draw the line in the sand or you have to just say like, okay, I'm okay with it. And I want things to stay the same. Mm -hmm. Otherwise to your point, these people are just going to keep on being these huge people in this industry and nothing is ever really going to change. Do you, uh, whenever you hit Twitter, you know, lately and you see a, like a certain actor's name trending and it's like an actor you like, do you get worried that, oh no, not him too? I, uh, I, mean, I went of online. Course. Oh, sorry. I went online yesterday and I saw Harrison Ford was trending and I immediately was like, oh no, <laughs> oh, not no. Harrison. I don't want to lose Harrison. <laughs> Star Wars is ruined. I know. It's like <laughs> it's like we're it's they're not dead, but like their careers are certainly dead. So it's almost like these actors and people are dying off, and then really on all these dirty, awful secrets are coming on. It's kind of like ruining anything that they've ever done. <laughs> so it's like I just get worried. Yeah, it really puts a tarnish on it. Um, yeah, if I see something, I mean, I love Kevin Spacey and I love House of Cards, but of course, you know, I don't ever, I don't love it more than <laughs> someone feeling scared for their life or scared for their safety. Yeah. What do you think um, they should do with House of Cards? Huh? What do you think they should do with House of Cards? Uh, Robin Wright, all the way. They should just follow her story. She's yeah. one of the leads, anyways. She's gotten stronger and stronger in every episode and every season. Um, her storyline is, I mean, and her character is just absolutely incredible. And I think there's so many more things that you can do either that, or if you don't want to do that, um, then I guess you would just kind of have to kill it because you can't have like a show and just kind of pretend like Kevin, Kevin Spacey wasn't like a part of it. You obviously would have to like either kill him off or kind of just go off on like a little tangent storyline. I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah, because like, good for Netflix. They just like, boom. They just yeah. cut it off. They, they were... should have done right away. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, like, I, I never watched House Wait. of Cards. Sorry. <laughs> I never watched. I watched like the first episode, and I couldn't get into it. And then like a couple seasons went by, and I'm like, oh, I'm gonna give it another shot. And I rewatched the first episode again, and I still like, I just I couldn't get into it. But you know, it's almost now. I kind of feel like I want to go through and watch it just to kind of see. I don't know. It's weird. I, I, mean, I want to watch and see. I think, I think like if they went like, forward with her, I want to get caught up and watch. Yeah. I think you would like it. Like, so it's actually kind of crazy. Some of the similarities between what he's been accused of and some of the things that his character does. Hmm. I mean, if you're in that politics and all the crazy stuff that you know is happening, that the, the general population just is doesn't even have like a drop into like you know what I mean like it just shows all the crazy happenings and the who's in whose pocket and well you owe me this and like okay well I'm gonna talk to this world leader like it's so crazy and like I said you know I'm a conspiracy theorist I don't believe anything 
that the government tries to tell you. I think they're all up to shady stuff all the time. What's like your number one conspiracy that like you're hundred percent like hardcore, like out of all the conspiracies that you've heard or that you believe in, what's like your number one that like, if anybody asks you like, so what, what do you think about conspiracies? Like what, what's the first one you pull? Oh my gosh. See, but that's the thing is like, I'm a conspiracy theorist in like, I don't ever take anything as like a hundred percent. So like I can see both sides of things. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. I would say, I think area 51, I think it's real. I would yeah. say that is probably my number one. Do you think that it's real, real as in like, it's a real place or do you think it's real as in all the stories about them having, you know, like the cover-ups like and stuff cover I think are real. Like maybe where they say Area 51 is right now or like whatever that whole thing is. Yeah. I don't know about that. But like I definitely believe that the government knows that there's other life forms out there and either we've already come into contact with them or they like have a lot more deeper understanding than what they're letting on because they think like we would freak out, which we probably would. I don't know. I think with just how people are today as a society i think of aliens it's almost like we're ready for it to happen already i think we're kind of like okay well if this finally did happen it would be a huge it would be one of those things where nobody would turn off the news and we would all just be glued to our tvs but at the same time it's like i don't think we would freak out i think we'd kind of be like oh well finally geez took it long enough Okay, but that's coming from someone who is also a very <laughs> accepting and educated person. Like, you don't think, that's true. like, think about it. Like, there's so many people who are so intolerant of just other races and religions and genders and sexualities. Like, we can't even accept each other. Like, how are we going to accept a whole different, like, life form? Like, I think people would freak the fuck out. Like, I, I'm sorry, I don't know if you, sorry. You can, <laughs> you might have to believe. yeah, you can, you can cuss, it's fine. There's Dan Dan from Down Under. He lets his kids listen, and I always like last week we started talking about fur. Dan from Down Under. Yeah, he's a guy who he's a he's a guy who listens, and uh, he's from Australia, and he's now like a contributor. Like he'll record a weird, spooky story from Australia and send it in. We'll play it. But he told us like he lets his two little kids listen, and I'll be we'll be talking about something. You know, like last week was the best example because. We're talking about, we somehow started talking about furries and oh my I, God. <laughs> I started like really discussing furries and I'm like, oh no, damn it. Dan's kids are going to listen to this. Like, <laughs> we had like message Dan privately on the internet, like Dan, heads up, man. Things get weird on this episode. Maybe skip this episode or like put a little uh, parental block on Google really quick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, you're right. Like I didn't. I always just think about like how me and people like me would handle things, but I never. I always forget that there's those crazy redneck people out in the woods who are just immediately going to think it's the end of the world, and those people who have bunkers and stuff ready to go. Yeah, Ugh. I mean, it might already be the end of the world. The aliens are not, so we might need to build <laughs> this ourselves. This is very true. Uh, well, we're almost done here. Thank you for uh, saving it because this was just going to be me sitting here by myself talking about God knows what. I just started calling people. <laughs> I called the pizza place and everything just because I was like, I, call, <laughs> I called Domino's Pizza. I'm like, hey, do you have a minute to talk about Charles Manson? He's like, I got pizzas to deliver. Um, so You're like, bro, no, you don't. I know you're <laughs> close. Don't lie to me. Uh, horror movies. Let's um. What's some of the best ones you've seen lately? What are some of your favorites? 
Um, hmm. Well, when I was on vacation visiting my friend, we were it was around Halloween, and we were watching The Conjuring um, and like The Purge and stuff like that. And those are really good, really scary movies. Um, I like movies with like paranormal sides to them just because it like really makes you think about even if you believe in that or not, like if you just really let your mind wander and you're like, oh, my God, what if that happened to me or my family? I would flip out mm-hmm. like I I don't know how people go through that stuff. Like I literally would have a heart attack and die before that thing like a ghost or demon or whatever ever got its chance yeah. at me. So good luck to you, ghost. Um, but I love zombie movies. I am so deathly afraid of zombies. It's yeah. not even funny. Like, it's such an irrational fear, fear. And everyone always makes fun of me. Like, I used to have... I legit... This is so... This is how crazy and insane my mind is. I used to have nightmares as an adult, like, three to four times a week about zombies. Just because, like, you can't have... You can't kill seven billion zombies. Like, it's just impossible. You can't outrun them. Mm-hmm. depending on what kind of zombies they are. And like, I'm not a good forager. I can't, <laughs> I just, where, I don't know where I'm going to go. There's like, no, there's no Chipotle the in game. the zombie apocalypse. Like I, yeah, I, I don't, <laughs> it's so scary. Yeah. They took what down about a, you. What's like your favorite movie? They took down a tiger the other week on walking dead. And I'm like, shit, if zombies can take out a tiger, they're taking me out, especially cause I'm the slow one. I'll be the there's first no, to go. unless like you can just like i don't know like you're just bunker down for a long time and like i don't know because then there's some movies where the animals turn into zombies too like there's 28 days later i think they have or no do they have the zombies in that one i don't remember like the zombie birds i know resident evil has zombie dogs okay yeah resident evil is probably what i'm thinking about yeah yeah and they're fast as hell and they will oh my god just I can't. You're going to have nightmares at night. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> I was going to eat my Chipotle. I had a long day, and I'm going to just be up all night thinking about zombies. Uh, so last thing, <laughs> uh, we'll plug uh, superhero faces. I want to uh, I want to know some stuff. Why don't you uh, tell us about superhero faces real quick? Superhero faces, yeah, thank you. Um, so that is a passion project slash... Um, awesome thing that Brad Faye started and brought in Arvin Navarat Nusingam and myself into. So Superhero Faces, um, if you guys want to check it out, superherofaces.com. Um, we're basically about taking our passion for nerd things, like, you know, like comic cons and comic books, superheroes, you know, everything, anything in that genre, sci-fi. Um, we kind of take that and we put a like really positive, spin to it and we tell stories about um here's a perfect example so we tell stories about people who are doing good in the world with it and how it empowers people and how it brings people together so you know there's a local nonprofit called Comicare here in Arizona and they have people who do cosplay and they dress up in superhero outfits and they go and visit kids you know sick kids in hospitals and they brighten up their day and they also donate comic books to them because you know some of these kids are in there for weeks or months at a time and you know they don't really have anything to do so they deliver comics to them and they just put this bright you know this bright memory in the not only the kids you know minds but also the families and the staff that are there with them day in and day out um and they just deliver like great 
memories to them and you know so different things like that and we also go to comic cons and we talk to people about why they're dressed up as you know a certain character what they channel from them and it's been so incredible to hear people's stories you know there was this guy in LA dressed up as Wonder Woman and he just talked about his story you know growing up as a gay teen a gay Filipino teen actually in you know America and he just felt like really outcasted and he saw Wonder Woman and he drew this strength from her even as a young child you know and so it's just kind of showing that there's all these superhero characters that we can see ourselves in no matter the race or color or religion or anything that that particular character might have but you know there's just so much more than what people might think of like oh well it's just like you nerding out or that's just like a geek thing it's it's so much more powerful than that and that's the those are the stories that we try to tell and um it's just been a lot of fun and we really like it. <laughs> yeah. And you guys have, you know, talked to a lot of people, but you've also talked to some pretty big names too. Uh, you know, like Stan Lee and, you know, Kevin Eastman and George, uh, like George R. R. Martin, <laughs> like gave, that blew me away. I was like, holy shit. It's like, that's like getting the king. Uh, uh, believe me, it blew us away too. Like that was, <laughs> it, and the way it even happened was just unbelievable. And I still can't even believe it. And of course, Brad fucked up the camera and handed it to his like security guy, his like nice camera who we got a blurry, horrible photo of it. And so everyone thinks it's like Photoshopped, seeing <laughs> Photoshop from like, it's that Bigfoot picture. It really it's like a Bigfoot picture. <laughs> what was that? It's like a Bigfoot picture. Like you have the evidence, but nobody believes you. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. Oh, my God. We have our own Bigfoot with George R. R. Martin. Yeah. George is your Bigfoot. He's kind of hairy. He is hairy, and he's elusive. Well, Well, thank you for coming on, saving the day. You saved the pod. Uh, Save the pod. Make a a trending hashtag. This will be out on Thursday morning, so you can let your family listen to it on Thanksgiving. Yeah, and then just cause a lot of fights. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Even more than usual. Right. <laughs> well, thank you so much. I'm honored, and I'm so glad you got down to the case, because this is awesome. You're so if welcome. you ever need someone else, let me know, because I um, obviously have a lot of nothing to say, and I hope I had a little something that your followers... Hey, that's okay. We, we, we're 47 episodes in, and we still haven't figured out what the hell we're talking about, so it's per, you're, you fit right in. Awesome. That's so awesome. I You've actually it. given well, more you. like in-depth conversation on topics than we have this entire time that we've been doing the podcast, so you're already doing better I'm than we are. I'm probably going to have people be like, she's so crazy. Don't ever have her on again. How are you friends with her? We'll leave it up to Dan from Down Under to make the call. He's in our live chat right now. <laughs> So we'll see what he has to say. <laughs> yeah, tell him I'm sorry in advance for the kids. All Do right. it for the kids. Do it for the kids. Okay, thank you, Kelsey. <laughs> Thanks, Tony. Have uh, a good one. All right, you too. Oh, bye. So there you go. We made it. Oh, no, our live stream's got a weird message up there from my phone. <laughs> now everybody knows my weird email address I use for stuff. Uh, well, that's scared you guys for this week. Uh, be sure to go to scaredyguys.com leave us an iTunes review get that Super Nintendo Classic you know you never know what might happen you could win there's not a whole lot there's only like 15 or 16 reviews right now so your chances are high we're just going to write everybody's names down and put it in a hat and pick a name and that's going to be it so it's not going to be the best review or anything like that 
it's just going to be a name. Uh, so yeah, make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Thank you for listening. I know this episode was off the norm and really weird because it started off shaky, but, uh, it's interesting. It's good to go off the rails a little bit every once in a while. Just get out of the norm. So, uh, yeah, that's it for this week. We'll scare the cast. Mm-hmm.